You'll regret the day you laughed at Dr. Jameson <laughs> Junkenstein. Which is the answer to your question, Ray. Is that a yes? And thank you so much for joining us again. Welcome to Overwitch. It's a weekly gaming podcast for your three best friends. Catch you up on Overwatch and then review another video game and tell you whether or not it's worth your time. I'm your best friend, Joe. I'm Mr. Terrence. I'm your bester friend, Ray. Did I say Mr.? Bester isn't a word. And as always, to start off, we are going to talk about what we've been up to in Overwatch. Um... A lot of what we had to do was contend with an awful challenge that we'll talk about more later. Um, it was entirely my fault. But outside of that, uh, to give ourselves breaks from it, we I played a lot of Mystery Heroes. Um, what about you guys? I played a lot of Mystery, but when I, when I did like not do the challenge or, and when I finished it, I really branched out of my support comfort zone and played a lot of Tracer, McCree, Genji, Soldier... Uh, some of those might be familiar to you guys, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had really good Genji and Tracer plays, and, uh, I was killing it as Soldier recently. I don't know mm. what happened. There was, um... Yeah, you've been picking him up. I like that. Uh, Terrence was doing the challenge, but I was done, and I decided to choose Soldier, and we were doing Attack on yeah. Hanamura. And he went And in. we, we rolled them... I got the the play of the game, and we finished with uh more than eight minutes left on the clock still. So I don't know how that math works, but it was very quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was um, very impressive. I cool. did a lot of challenge stuff because that was a big one. Didn't have much time to do anything else, but you know, besides that, uh, just trying to be pro as we all are, you know. Next year, yeah. you guys will see me at the next uh, BlizzCon competing for America. Right? Right? Absolutely. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> no my own personal <laughs> challenge to myself is always to engage in the chat as little as possible because <laughs> I'm, I'm really bad at like Ignoring being drawn out by people who are super negative. Earlier today, I played a game with somebody named Junketeer, and they were like super positive and cheery. Um, and in some alternate universe, this podcast is really was wildly successful, and the tons of people listen to it. And if you're listening to this at any point in the future, Junketeer, thank you for being a ray of sunshine, because I couldn't even believe how how uh, how nice you were being. Um, you you were really so surprised. Air. You were so yeah. surprised that you had to ask if they were being sarcastic. I did. I did. <laughs> I I I had a lot of really negative th- comments in the chat these past few days and uh it's been really getting to me usually it doesn't bother me at all but i don't know there's just been a lot of 
A lot of negativity. Little do they Crap know, talk and... your uncle works for Blizzard, and you can get their them banned from. Yeah, my uncle Jeff um, them banned works for from, Blizzard. Uh, yeah, uh, from Overwatch. I I don't have an uncle Jeff. Sorry, I lied to you, listeners. I apologize. <laughs> Sorry, I actually started crying. <laughs> God. Um, Jesus. Well, <laughs> something else to cause some tears and some very emotional crying is the Reinhardt short that came out hey. uh, a couple weeks ago. We didn't we didn't touch on it in here, but I figured we could maybe dive a little bit deeper. Um, so I don't know. What are your your guys's first impressions? First thoughts of the the short? First off, excellent, excellent. Bravo, Blizzard, for not making a single short that I felt like was a waste of my time. They are really, really good at They're that. They're so stuff. good. I can't even imagine what kind of work goes into like how long it would take to do one of those. So I'm pretty uh, pleased by the semi-consistency of it. So, But besides that, in the actual video, yes, they gave us information on more you know, OGs, which I'm really, really pleased to see. And... Uh, Pretty much told us all we wanted to know about Reinhardt. That was pretty cool. I, uh, mm-hmm. A lot of the shorts kind of just put a random scenario in and then do little bleeps of their past during that scenario. Kind of like the Winston and Reaper being like a solid uh, comparison to that type of thing. And same thing with Sombra. Like there was not really much background on Sombra. Kind of just put, oh, here's a random scenario where stuff's going down. And Reinhardt's short definitely, just like Maze, was like, here is any question you could have possibly had about this character and their interactions with other people. Mm-hmm. Voila. And they did it beautifully. And Reinhardt is just as great as I thought he would be as a young boy. So hopefully, <laughs> I'm really hoping that they give us a young Reinhardt skin. Because oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Now, with the eye or not? No, no eye. No eye. Because no eye. he needs to be in his, in his cocky ass... Like youth. <laughs> okay, all right. Right. I also think that was a uh, sorry. I also think that was a quick hat off to everybody who uses Reinhardt like an idiot to let you know. Yeah, that, hey, yeah, yeah. I definitely felt very much like, <laughs> don't be big, Genji. Yeah, don't just exactly. run in there. Um, besides, yeah. they're fine. Getting shot to death. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tracer and no, not Tracer. Mercy's crying in the corner. Uh I really, I, I noticed a few things. I really liked how we got the other side of the Bastion short and got to see what what the Germans were up to while Bastion mm. was stuck in the forest. Okay. Uh, that was fun. It was nice to see both sides to that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that connection, actually. That's, that's what they call me, Mr. Connector. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for the record, no. <laughs> no, no they don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, I also really liked seeing Bridget, uh, aside from the comics, and her getting some lines. That was nice. Joe, do you want to expound on who she is? Because she's really cool. I mean, what's so cool about her? I don't... She's I mean... has long had red hair. Like, duh. I mean, <laughs> She's okay. Torbjorn's daughter. <laughs> okay. She's Torbjorn's daughter, and Torbjorn's a genius. He was like the arms and armor manufacturer for overwatch he made specialty gear for all of them so obviously she's just got to be smarter than him because she's a woman 
And because and they're smarter she's than men. Offspring. <laughs> yes. Offspring are always smarter than <laughs> They're always better than parents. Don't you know anything about tropes? Oh um, boy. Yeah, she ups she... keeps Reinhardt's armor in the current day. Also, right. That's what yes. she does. So they travel together a lot. So say she yeah. becomes a character. What kind Defense. of uh, specials do you think she'll have? We had a short conversation about this. I think it would be radical if she could build, like, gyrocopters. Just, like, like little pea shooters to maybe, like, spit out, like, up to four of them that just kind of, like, zoom around the map, like, and and just... That would be really annoying. It'd be such a good ferret That would be kind of cool. Her ult could be she controls a copter, like a bigger copter, for like a short amount of time. And that Mm -hmm. gives us another Like one of those really scary ones? Like, uh, scary alts is what I'm saying. Kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. Like a copter with uh, a a machine gun that's like... Yes. uh, Bastions, which would be... Yeah. That would make her... That would make her an attack class though and i don't think that we need more of those <laughs> would it because had... if it's like really high in the sky shooting down at people what suppressing if she could build con- constructs kind of like a maze ice wall but more consistent i don't know what that would have to do with her i just feel like she should build something and maybe i mean the little turrets would be kind of cool but what should be a support or defense because the little turrets because none of that says defense well i i mean I don't want her to be too much like Torbjorn, and if she yeah. had like small turrets, mm-hmm. she'd be too much like Symmetra. Exactly. Which is why I thought gyrocopters would be the the way to go. Oh, that would definitely but, make her I don't not know. defensive. I, I don't think. Well, unless she had armor, I don't it, know. That's, they could go a lot of build, like a lot. Yeah, of exactly. Ways There's so much that they sure. could do with her. She'll, Any of it would be fun. Yeah. She'll be just like Torb. She builds a turret, except she can throw her hammer. Ah, <laughs> yes, hammer throw. <laughs> That'll be the like only difference. That comes back to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, if, if actually, she... she has a wrench. I mean, let's be real. She has yeah. a wrench, okay, not true. a hammer. So. If she becomes a character, <laughs> which I really hope she does, I, I, I she's probably going to be a defense character. Anyway, the Reinhardt short. <laughs> <laughs> um, some things about it were, like, really jarring. Like, seeing... Seeing, uh... Overwatch heroes fight alongside like regular soldiers, yeah. <laughs> just like like Weak. regular ground troops. That was kind of weird. On oh, maps um, that we they... know and love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, seeing like <laughs> Arisa almost had like a cameo in it. <laughs> the OR yeah, fifteen was, yeah. in. <laughs> okay. That was like, really unsettling. Because here's what happened. Reinhardt used. Arisa. Yeah, well, Reinhardt <laughs> used his his pin move against them. And then the OR-15 engaged its angry legs to stop him, which is the same (laughs) thing as Arisa's Fortify move, because you can just stop him from pinning you. Um, And the other thing that I noticed about the short is that Reinhardt is definitely gay. Ah, what? I mean, I guess he he hasn't had... He was in love with his leader. He's like, I'm not leaving without you. You can't, you can't genuinely care for your leader as a straight man. Without, uh, I don't know, the look at his eye, the look at his eye. Also, the guy was bleeding blue blood. What, what's up with that? There's so many questions. I had a lot of questions about Baldrick. I just thought it was like armor ooze, and it's like, oh, he got you good if your armor's oozing. Armor ooze? I don't, I don't, ooze? Know. I don't yeah. know. Just, if your armor's bleeding, then you know you're it's dead. You know it's a lethal. Like, if you, if you die in your armor, you die in real life. Uh, yeah. 
Yes. yes. <laughs> Their body is uh, actually that's... laying in a bed somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love surrogates. Okay. I love lore. The tr- the actual. <laughs> if I I would just like to say that if. If Ryan Hart is gay, that changes the whole dynamic of Overwatch and makes it Rainbow Overwatch to match Rainbow Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, do you do you guys think I'm do you think I'm making that up? That I Hart... got no inkling whatsoever. Well, I think it would explain the fact that he doesn't have any offspring, and but... he's a hunk. So, like, how do you how do you be a hunk and not have offspring? You're gay. That's the only logical <laughs> answer. <laughs> hey, asexuality also exists. I just want to throw that okay, out there. Okay, well, I guess, yeah. How could I have I'm not, not... jumped to that conclusion? <laughs> because he has been seen with no romantic partners whatsoever. Yeah. Because no one's as manly his as he is. squad leader oh, who yeah. died on the battlefield. <laughs> mm. Last thing. That's if... when he found out he was gay. It was because his, his leader died. That's tragic, dude. It is tragic. He was an asshole. Wait, he was, he was a, an asshole. Ryhart was a real ding dong. Oh yeah, because he he thought he was the the, the shit. He thought he was hot shit. Yeah, he did, and he got laid out. Anyone who plays Ryhart like young Ryhart <laughs> in that video, you're a ding dong. Stop it. Except for like, it's quick play, so who gives a fuck? Yeah, Have fun. Okay. Like, do do whatever you want. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I hope Reinhardt gets a second alt like Symmetra where he has two hammers. Oh my god, that would yes. be so cool. See, I was thinking about if they made another like Reinhardt ish character, but then they gave him the two hammers. That'd be really cool. But yeah. that could that could be Bridget. Bridget just has two <laughs> oh, two <laughs> hammers. <laughs> uh, anyway, I love, it. I love it. Take this down, Blizzard, and do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, take some notes, buddy. Um, yeah. So as Ray was saying, anyway, I think we've uh, we've gotten all we can out of that. Um, That's fine. In Overwatch-related news, there's not a lot of Overwatch-related news. So once again, this week we're going to be doing overcharacterization, our new segment where we talk about a character on the roster. Oh dang! What character are we doing, Ray? We're going to be talking about Lucio today. Lucio! Pew, 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 pew. Also known as the Brazilian Frog, Lucy Goosey. Not canon, I think. Are you sure? Lucio's an international musician from Rio de Janeiro, and I learned today while I was looking some stuff up that he uses hard light skates, and that's how he wall rides around in the game. Um, in, in Rio de Janeiro, the Vishkar Corporation, which is a big... Uh, Big corporation. I don't want to say that they're bad, but they're kind of bad. They do some bad things. They were hired to redevelop the city, and that meant enforcing stricter laws and to ensure a more orderly society where if you don't fit the ideal that they want, they're going to get rid of you in some way. Lucio felt that there was a lot of suppression going on in his area, and so he stole some Vishkar tech and rallied the people and kicked them out. And so... After that, he used his fame as a budding musician to instill change in the world through his music, which is basically what Overwatch is about. <laughs> Making change in the world through music. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Excellent. Making a change in the world for the better. Yeah, That's no, it's Lucy. very inspirational and very good. And he's very hateful towards Symmetra. 
Well, she is from Vishkar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, when you are playing Lucio, he's a support hero. Um, one of the most important support heroes, as he's one of the four healers in the game. Five soon, but for now, there's only four. Um, and his moveset involves a pulse gun on left click that shoots in three shot bursts. They shoot three projectiles. Um, that move pretty quick, but um, there's a little bit of a lag on it, so you got to get the timing down. Um, and they can actually be highly damaging if you're if you if you aim well. Um, his right click is a like a subwoofer blast that knocks people away. Um, and that one, I mean, the closer you are, and like, and if you aim up a little bit, it'll knock them really far away. So that's used a lot to knock people off the edge. Boop. That's booping people, um, and that's a really fun way to do Actually, in a game that we played earlier today, I booped um, May and Mercy off at, with the same one, and that was really <laughs> satisfying. Um, but you can only use that if you have ammo in your clip still, so you got to watch that. Um, and then he has either speed boost or health boost that he can switch between uh, with shift and basically there's a small ring around him at all times and any teammates that are within that ring and within your line of sight get the speed boost or the health boost and you can hit shift at any time to swap between the two as long as you're not hacked by sombra um and then you can press e to amplify amp it up amp it up the effect of whichever one you have so you can make the speed boost faster or you can make the health boost booster um, <laughs> for <laughs> for a few seconds, um, and you can swap between them while that's active too. Uh, so that's that's pretty much all there is to him. Oh, also he can wall ride on his hard light skates, so he can do that to like he can be really tricky to hit, um, especially if you're jumping around and you're you're wall riding and stuff. Um, and he's really good at. Well, uh, I guess I'll leave that all to Terrence. So how does he fit on the battlefield, Terrence? Well, before I move on, uh, one other thing. So when he's getting off of the wall and landing, it boosts his speed as well. So that's like... Yeah, he really has a slight speed boost when uh, he lands. Odd thing that they gave him. Uh, as for team, how he fits, uh, a lot of people like to use him as the support healer which he can totally do. He is a solid, I would call him a rally point of a sort. Being around him mm -hmm. definitely increases your chances mm -hmm. of being effective, whether he's healing or boosting your speed. Um, also, with that being said, because his healing is, is fairly slow if you're not amped up, it, would, it might be wise, depending on your team comp and uh, their survivability, to have an additional healer, maybe Zenyatta, you know, someone who can also have these heal um but when it comes down to you know daily use uh he's definitely really good for things like uh, king of the hill where um it's kind of your job to be on the point for as long as possible just so he can keep uh things in in, in your team's favor is what he's really good at doing uh play uh levels where there are plenty of locations for you for the enemy to be knocked off are really good for him as well too um Pretty much wherever he goes, is uh, if you have a good Lucio, then they can kind of be a pseudo-leader of sorts. Not necessarily carrying the team, but definitely showing them where they need to be 
and other people mm-hmm. not understanding that you can tell are people who either don't usually work with Lucio very often or don't really know how to... I'm not saying that they don't know how to kill, but they might not know how to necessarily win the game, which <clears throat> was a struggle for me at the beginning. Learning the difference between getting kills and winning a game is huge because you can die over and over again, but if you're doing your job, that might be just what your team needs because you're being focused and people... You know, just uh, plenty of different tactics, and I feel like... Um, Getting good with Lucio and getting good with a teammate as Lucio um, is pretty important for experience bases. But uh, yeah, uh, as for that's usually where he fits. Just yeah, uh, yeah, tipping the scale in your favor, I guess. Definitely. And as to what you said about him being a rally point and being really survivable on points. I've totally forgot to mention his ultimate ability, mm-hmm. which is the sound barrier. God, which it's such after a good a, ability. It's, it's a really <laughs> good ult. After so a short times. delay um, where he jumps into the air and slams it on the ground, he gives uh, his whole team within line of sight. I, I'm not sure quite the range on it, but it's bigger than his healing circle. It's yeah. pretty big. Um, basically, if your teammate's within line of sight, they'll get it. And it's... A, what is it like a 500 point shield or something like that something big um, like that yeah I, yeah it's it's huge and it it ticks down pretty quickly but um it can be used in that that clutch moment like maybe your whole team is low on health or um maybe genji just used his ult, the enemy genji and so you know you're gonna have a lot of damage coming in or maybe you know rip tire is gonna be coming in uh in like just a second you can use that to negate a lot of damage on the enemy team, which can be crucial in making a team fight go your way and capturing the the hill on, on King of the Hill or capturing that last point on Temple of Anubis. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, he's, he's, he's really good. I think the pitfalls that people fall into... I mean, when I started playing him, I was like basically on heels the whole time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you can get away with doing that. It's not the worst especially if you're new at the game um but you're really best when you're switching between the two um and you know you're using them both effectively the other thing that people do is they'll play lucio with speed boost only uh-huh. and they'll just try to be a dps uh, hero and like even if you're really good at it it's still really annoying yeah. to have him on your team and not healing you but that happened earlier today and uh i had to switch to zen to make up for for not having a healer we pulled it through in the end right doesn't matter i don't think so anyway (laughs) this has been over characterization our new segment where we talk (laughs) yeah for now that's what it's called called. where we talk about a character and their background and how they play please tweet me a suggestion for a better title for that segment thank you very much (laughs) or tell us how much you love it tell us how much you love it supply your team with those sweet, sweet beats you know whatever Give us any feedback, please. Uh, <laughs> please, feedback. Oh, dang. What oh, dang. video game are we reviewing this week? Ray. Hey, we're looking at the Switch again, and we're going to be playing Super Mario Odyssey. Oh. This is not a Twitch channel, so I don't know why we're playing it, but we're talking <laughs> about it. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey for the Switch came out recently, a couple weeks ago. Go buy a Switch. 
Spoilers, I'm going to say yes at the end of this. Go buy a Switch. <laughs> we should play this game instead of doing the review. <laughs> That's actually Super what we're Mario? doing this this week. So uh, yep. turn on your cameras. Our challenge, <laughs> our challenge this week is play Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey, I've said it t- 20 times now. I'm just going to call it Odyssey, is a platformer game on on the Switch by Nintendo. It's one of the bigger games starring our favorite Luigi brother, Mario, as he goes around the world of Mario universe and tries to save Peach from a wedding she did not agree to. Who's she marrying? The the big, big Bowser boy. Mm, the big, big guy, he man. just wants him some peaches. That's all he wants. And nobody will Please give never him again. That's gross. Uh, uh, there hasn't been a big three 3D platformer game for Mario in a few years, if you're not counting the 3D world and 3D land stuff. But those games were good too. But this this game really feels like a return to its roots of Super Mario 64. If you've ever played it, there it's very clear that Nintendo was was thinking about 64 when they were making this game. And yeah. Good. It's super fun. Yeah. It's super they thought fun. About, they took everything. So out of 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy, which are those mainline uh, 3D Mario collectible New games. games. Yeah. yeah um, they took everything out of those games that was good and made them work. And yes. it feels like they left everything else behind. And then they also added a whole bunch of new stuff, almost all of which is fantastic mm-hmm. um i i beat it over the weekend and it's damn good it's just fun it, moving mario feels good mm-hmm. and that was the core of 64 that was why mario 64 worked so well and why it's still playable today is because moving mario feels good um and now with this even bigger uh move list move set yeah <laughs> uh, move pool yeah. New Super Smash yeah, Bros. There's a, coming out. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Cappy will be in the next Smash. And not Flood. God, I'm so sick of looking at I that. like... Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, no, yeah, the gameplay is absolutely amazing. It, it feels so smooth how Mario controls. And with the added benefit of Cappy, your sidekick, who is also your hat, um, Mario's moves just... You can do a lot of stuff. You can reach. There's a lot of range to his movement. I feel like they also wanted to use this game as a stepping stool to like do the whole new system, new reimagining of Mario, uh, being reflected in the world that he is interacting with, which is unlike any Mario game that he has been a part of, and I mean any one of them. Uh, they definitely did what I really loved about Super Mario Sunshine, where they started making things look way more beautiful than you thought they could uh because that was a Mm -hmm. huge thing for me in super mario sunshine and they did that revamp but in a whole different way like you can almost say this mario game has good graphics (laughs) like that that's something that you can actually say absolutely does oh terrence you didn't see the you you didn't see the ruined kingdom oh oh my my god (laughs) it's a very good kingdom but uh, you know with um dicks everywhere (laughs) no Just, uh, but speaking of, did you see Mario's nose physics? I did not. <laughs> it's it's so bingly and bongly. 
It moves, it just like a nose. Good. Yep. That's kind of weird, though. Uh, <laughs> so, Terrence, what thing have you always wanted out of a Mario game that you've just never, ever been able to get? They would never put it in for you. Did you say Mario and Boxers? Well, guess what? <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey has Mario and Boxers Yeah, you can you. Feel free in looks. your own skin. That's so as well great. As so many great costumes, and the way that you unlock them feels good. There's there's regular yellow coins that you collect throughout the game, and when you die, you lose 10 coins. There's no life system, because by the end of a Mario game, you always have 99 lives anyway, so they just <laughs> give you a slap on the wrist when you fall in a pit, um, and you lose some coins, which you can go and collect later. You can buy clothes like that. And then there are also outfits and other things that are locked to special purple coins, which are region locked. So you get like, there's like a hundred purple coins in every world or something like, some of them have 50. And so you can collect all of those and buy all of those specific items, but then there's also all of the stuff that you, it's great. That's how currency should work in video games. It's fantastic. Um, Especially in the Mario game. It, it, the, all of the yellow coins, they, it doesn't feel like you're getting too many okay um it doesn't feel like Mm -hmm. anything is impossible to buy um i I remember when i was playing legend of zelda breath of the wild i was amazed at how good it felt to get rupees and like because that's not a part of zelda games ever is like rupees being important and finally they kind of are um and Mm -hmm. this is this it's the same case in odyssey in fact a lot of the really good things about breath of the wild yeah i was just gonna mention that. are a pair in an odyssey and it's i was just wondering more... like that seems to be the approach that nintendo is trying to take now there's i feel like they're really trying to be taking much more seriously than they have been because mario odyssey and breath of the wild don't feel like party games and that's been nintendo's mm-hmm. recipe yeah. since day one with splatoon and yeah. you know just the let's all get together and shoot the shit type of video games which, right. They're, well, yeah. it's, it's, they're not party games, but they're still really fun to play with other people. Speaking yeah. of which, I hear that there is a <laughs> semi-two-player function in Odyssey. Tell us about that. Yeah. What's that about? Okay, okay, I can talk about that real quick, though. I want to go back to what Joe said about losing 10 coins, because I thought this was very important. Dress me up, Mario, the video game. <laughs> uh, because you only lose 10 coins, it's... It feels like Nintendo wants you to try things and explore and reach that crevice over there. And when you do, there's usually a small little reward, usually in the form of more coins. And it's just (laughs) a nice little reward for even though you died a few times, you found something there because you thought there might be something there. And it was it's really cool to do that. It's it's exploration in a Mario game that I didn't expect. ever. Right. And there are a ludicrous amount of moons in the game. (laughs) <laughs> but the reason that that works is that it's literally, it's always like you look around and you say, huh, that looks interesting. And then you go over there and you get a moon. You solve yep. some little puzzle and you get a moon. What are moons? And Question mark. power moons are the collectibles in this game. Um, and they are done for, you, you get them for things as simple as like beating the mini boss in that, in that world or whatever. Um, you know, progressing through the level, but then also all of the side stuff. You see a glowing bird in the distance, and then you go up and you you try to capture it, and you get a moon for it. Um, you see a glowing spot on top of a hill, and you ground pound, and you get a moon for it. 
And you see a really cool Koopa with a cool backwards cap, and you talk to him, and you race him and his friends. You get a moon for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that happens. And there are so many moons, and I mean, it's a huge difference to the formula that they've done in this game versus the the previous Mar- 3D Mario games, which is when you get a moon, you keep moving, you keep going and exploring the level. You don't get kicked that back out to some <laughs> hub world. We have to go back and select the, the level again and then select which star you're going to try to get and then accidentally get another star and then have to, like, get kicked back out of the level. And, Accident. and like, all of that worked yeah. for the previous games. But even even playing Mario 64, it's it's annoying. It's, it's annoying. Sunshine. It's annoying to be kicked out of the level and be like, okay, well, go back and do the same thing that you just right. did again and then end it slightly differently. Right, um, and because of that, it feels like you are in charge of what you want to do the whole time. Absolutely. I mean, there's obviously the main story where you it there are certain goals in the worlds, and doing that usually progresses and changes something in the environment, which lets you do even more things. But you don't have to do that right away. You could just explore if you want. You can mm-hmm. go into that faraway hill that's not even remotely related to the story and find something there, and it's super great. Excellent. Yep. And the game is linear in nature, but the way that you the way that it works is um okay, so in the first level, I got a ton of moons. I got almost all of the ones that you could possibly get there on your first on your first That's like, level 2. Visit. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm level 2. He was on level 2. He was at the sand area the, for those to, who played yes. the game. Um uh and I yeah, I got like over 30 moons there and I don't know, I was just scouring every nook and cranny and it was fun. And then I was like, that was fun, but I don't really want to do that again. I kind of want to see what happens at the end of the game. And the way it works is it's like, it's not a cumulative amount of moons you need to move on. It's basically every time you get to a new level, you have to get a certain amount of moons at that level in order to move on. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to be from the main story. You can go mm-hmm. off and you can explore and get extra moons. And, like, you don't even have to fight the boss there. You can just move on and come back and do it later. I got right. through the game and I, I I haven't beaten all the bosses. I haven't, you know, finished all the levels. Um, there's there's still more of the levels to open up to me. But, yeah, that's um, probably just Mario, uh, Nintendo's attempt to make sure that you, like in other... Uh, really big video games that have come out on other consoles uh, allowing you to play through the storyline or and still have stuff to do which is huge mm-hmm. people are yeah. understanding that you know storyline isn't isn't at all you know i don't remember the last game that you play the storyline and there's not dlc or more stuff to do like that's almost unheard right. of but mm-hmm. the two-player mode you asked about Two-player. Yeah, uh, yeah, so two-player is where one person controls Mario and other person controls Cappy. I what? haven't tried it, Joe. Sorry. Yeah, you can you control a hat <laughs> and it just flies around. And it's kind of like the Luma in Super Mario Galaxy, except better. Because the hat can go around and do things and kill things. And, like, um, there's, like, they can clear away stuff on the ground if it's in your way. It, and it's like it's it's fun, but I I feel like playing co op, couch co op, and passing it back and forth is more fun. As Mario, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. and as just a single player. But like that's def 
Like, for me, that's Nintendo's way of saying, your little sibling can play with yeah. you. <laughs> and that's and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's an option. Yeah, I would rather watch it. someone play than play as Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's there. So that's the two-player. Okay, uh, so um, I know uh, I usually talk about this when we talk about games. Uh, like that but is there any is there any online aspect whatsoever no but you can take pictures and then um upload them sounds like nintendo's computer (laughs) no like there's there's really no need for of course not i mean it's a it's a one player mario game i wasn't expecting it to but you definitely see the trend of new games and needing to have an online aspect yeah, but I'm so glad that they're... Oh my god, what? Nintendo's the last they're just like, These, you know, new games come out and they're like, oh, we need to have a multiplayer oh, yeah. mode. And, and then, then all of a sudden it give us fucks nothing. up the the core game because it's so important for them their multiplayer mode to, to be good. Yeah. Like, just like Destiny. I can't believe they have multiplayer yeah. in Destiny. Fuck, what are they thinking? <laughs> Ugh. Disgraceful. That's a joke. It was very much a joke. Um... <laughs> It's a Mario game, and so obviously the difficulty ramps up as you play the game in in a natural way, but it doesn't get too hard. The story, the main storyline, doesn't get too hard. But once you beat the game, it's like a complete. It's very different. the The moons get harder to get. Uh, there's actual like acrobatic challenges you have to figure out, and it's it's for those who want. Who want to finish the game and feel good as a completionist? Yes, but you again, it's optional. You don't have to do that. There's probably like stuff at the end of the game, like at the very end when you get all the moons. Yes, uh, that's really cool. But I don't, I haven't gotten to that point yet. But it, it, in terms of difficulty, it doesn't. It it's not a punishing game. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty nice. It, it, it it allows you to take your time and figure out whatever whatever you're stuck on. And oh, and there's you know, also like easy mode, quote unquote, that's also also optional that keeps you on the main path. And I think there's an option where if you like fall off the edge, it'll just put you in a bubble and put you back where you were. Hey, huh. So there we go. Yeah, there's that stuff. Uh, one thing that I noticed, and I'm just gonna sprinkle this in at the end, um, that uh, they do a little hats off to the old style of Mario still, even in this game, when you um, have these. Maybe, I don't know if they're reoccurring, but the level that I saw where you went behind the waterfall and you became 8-bit and had to go mm. through this little like right. Mario level, I, I, I appreciate that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's the original recipe, and although it's personally not my favorite version of Mario, I still I still can appreciate what they were trying to do. Yeah, it's... it's... It's like a unique way of solving puzzles, uh, and th- that's all they ever are. It's just it small, all... short puzzles. Yeah, yeah it, it breaks never... up being in a three D world for yeah. a bit, and it's it, it's nice. It never game. overstays its welcome. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's really they're they're a really good section. It's just another nice little small part of the game. Okay. <sighs> anyway. Um, hey, wait. What? What's up? We didn't talk about the capture ability. Okay. <laughs> like the thing. Why is Cap? Why so, does Cappy exist? What does he do? So Cappy <laughs> exists because Mario's hat is just old and dusty, and Mario needed a new hat, and this one just happened to be alive. This is all sarcastic. Cappy is a hat spirit? Question mark. It's not clear. Yeah. He's from one of the worlds, and 
Mario and Cappy have similar goals in trying to save uh, 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 a beloved one uh, from Bowser's clutches. And Cappy lets you control other characters and enemies and provides unique mechanics to solve puzzles. And it's the game's way of getting rid of power-ups, but also letting you try... Like, not just being Mario and jumping around, like, you can capture a hammer, bro, and throw hammers at people. Which, that's really cool. I don't think there's any other game where you're allowed to use Goomba or a chain chub. Like, that's that's really interesting. (laughs) It's kind of weird. A little weird, but it's fun. Because you send Mario's soul to possess a... yeah, that's yes. all. And they grow a mustache <laughs> and then because usually I leave them, Mario's lead them soul to their is death. His mustache. That's the only thing that makes Mario Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's it's a weird mechanic, just because of how it is. But it's fun to do. Yeah, it really is. It feels good. And then all of the, I mean, hell, in the first level or the second level, sorry, um, you control bullet bills. And that sounds like it's fun. just fun as hell to just fly around with them and <laughs> yeah. blow up into something like yeah. And there and there's so many different things that you can capture, um, and it all works together, uh, just super smoothly. It fits right into his move set, as I was saying earlier. And uh, I don't know, it, it's it's it seems super weird, but if you can get past that that weirdness of it of of possessing people, of <laughs> possessing things, and then murdering them, or using them and then murdering them. Um, it's it's really it's a lot of good fun. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, did you have any other questions, Terrence? I personally, since do you not haven't had a chance, have any other questions? All of my okay. questions have been answered. And with that being said, I'm going to give you my utmost. Yeah, I'm just going to give you my opinion of the game and tell you whether or not I think you should spend your Overwatch time playing it. I'm really, I'm on the edge of my seat here. Okay. Yeah, I really want to know. Yeah. Use Mario's hat, control a chain chomp, turn and become a dinosaur. Do stuff. Look at <laughs> oh, the yes. graphics. Look at Mario in our world. <laughs> so weird. But yeah, do uh, all that and enjoy Mario's costumes. Very much so. I think this is... I don't know. I was gonna compare it to rabbits, but I I really like Odyssey, and I think you should uh yeah, you should do it. <laughs> yeah, do that. absolutely. Yeah. Um, what about you, Joe? I want to switch. <laughs> <laughs> I want to switch, and it? I I want three games, and rabbits isn't one of them. <laughs> but <laughs> Odyssey, Odyssey is. Uh, I, I I've already beaten it. I want to beat it again, and I want to find all the moons. And after that, I'll probably put it away for a year or two, and then do it again. It's fun as hell. Um, absolutely play this game. Right. Hey, I already said go play Odyssey. Yes, yes. Yeah, Use your we over. We gotta bookend the yeah, session. I'm doing it. But is that a yes? Use your over. Yes, use your Overwatch time to play this amazing game. Also, I forgot to mention that the music is beautiful and orchestrated, and it's wonderful, just like most Mario games have beautiful music so, anyway. And the ending is fantastic. So, yeah. Also, the ending is fantastic. It's like, yes, yes. Y E S. Uh, 
All right. Well, let's get out of here and move on to the challenge section. Or maybe we're already here. I maybe. think we're I think here. We here. I think we're. I we're think here. we have arrived. We've made it. Yes, we have. Last week's challenge was the most treacherous one yet. We had to use each character once in in quick play mode, and it was a lot. <laughs> no simple. changes. It was a lot. Sounds simple in theory. <laughs> it was. It was. It was just a lot of games. Holy cow! I mean, I had no problem with. I didn't finish it. I'm the only one who didn't successfully complete. But that's just because my job says no. And um, <laughs> so my uh, yeah, tell us what, what were you guys' experience for the challenge? What'd you get out of it? Switching characters is very important. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And and people who don't switch when playing this game, I don't know how you play this Just game. Piss your yeah. off, that's all. I didn't uh, realize how much I switched characters until I did this challenge. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> I can't play this game. Like, yeah. It like, was not knowing what you're going up against and not being able to change to suit it sucks. Man. Um, and it's, it, I don't know, it was a pain to like make my team pick around yeah. me over and over again. When I was yeah. done with it, I played like five games in a row as healers and it was so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess this challenge in Overwatch is a metaphor for life and how we should change and evolve and adapt. Anyway, I... That's, that's deep, right? <laughs> what, Joe? That, that's I, I was not... just going to like, I mean... I ran into a ton of people that were that would just they were completely inflexible. They wanted to play Hanzo, Widow, McCree, uh, Soldier, and then and then I was like on Junkrat or whatever. Like, and we wouldn't have a healer, we wouldn't have a tank, and nobody would switch. And and I was that person, and I hated yeah, being that person. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've had so many times where I'm thinking like we might be able to win this I game. I could do something if better. I didn't if... have to screw us all over by using the same mistake over and over again. Uh, Some of the like, people that I was like most confident with, Roadhog. I played Roadhog on Ilios, and I was doing really well as him, but not well enough. We lost. <laughs> so, like We just got we got our shit kicked in. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually marked down everyone that I won and lost uh-huh. with, and my initial idea oh, was like I was going to play the people that I lost with again until I won. Uh-huh. But that that wasn't going to happen because I only won um, six of the games oh, wow. out of the 25. Oh, no. 19 losses. Ugh. Um, memorable. So the other thing is, like, this challenge sucked and it was bad. But <laughs> some good did come out of it. Also, because I the game that I played at Sombra was a lot of fun. Okay, I won. I, agree. I was it was it was a lot of. Fun I had too. more fun. Yeah, I had I had more fun when I was playing alone um, than when I was trying to play with a friend. Because then I was able to just say "fuck all you guys." I'm gonna do my best, and when I did that at Sombra, it fucking worked. Uh-huh. I was able to be self sufficient. I was able to get picks. I was able to keep myself healed. Um, and that was a lot of fun. I also had a lot of fun when I played Orisa, but that was one of those games where we had, um, a really, really bad composition and nobody would fix it. Um, and I don't know. I've never had that much fun with her. I was being way more aggressive than I normally am. And just, I don't know, jumping in there as a big angry horse. It's fun. Cannon, she's a horse. (laughs) And then the... Last, the question that I wanted to ask you guys, Terrence, you didn't finish the, the challenge, but I think this might be kind of telling. 
Who was the last person that you used, Ray? Uh, Widow. <laughs> okay. Which is, no, but that it's not telling, because I do use her. I just didn't feel like she fit a lot. Exactly! <laughs> exactly! <laughs> she didn't fit the composition. She, she, like, like, even my last person. My last person was Hanzo. And it's like, I kind of like Hanzo, but I yeah. can never play him because somebody insulocked him or somebody insulocked Widow, yeah. and I'm not going to pick Hanzo when, when Widow's on the team. I don't know how to, what, how to choose a sniper correctly. Like, I don't know where it's like, <laughs> yeah, this is where we need a sniper. Like, I haven't been able to develop Maybe that. Maybe that's that why. Piece of knowledge. Maybe that's why people pick snipers all the time is because they don't know where they fit so they're just oh, trying to okay. make them fit there you go uh, yeah, trying to that, make them seem that better that's that's good you know perception i need to is stop key. giving everyone perception the benefit of the doubt <sighs> i had some really fun offense games when i played them it was weird i will always say it's weird even though i'm decent at offense heroes um i had a really good mccree play where i used his alt and killed four people with yeah. high noon. It's Damn, not called dude. high noon. Dead shot. Dead eye. Dead eye. And I unlocked his cute spray. And I, I thought I would never get his cute spray in my life. Because I would never kill four people with his ult. But I did. And it was great. Um, I had a lot of fun as Genji. I'm going to leave it at that. Because <laughs> I can't even explain it. And I had a lot of fun as Tracer. And it was on Ilios. And I just... They hated me. The other team hated me so bad because <laughs> they never saw me coming. And I didn't always get the kill, but I got, I racked up, ranked, racked up a lot of I'm kills. I'm really bad at when teaching myself playing. not to panic and fly off the board with Tracer anytime I'm being shot at. Well, the, here's the thing. I wasn't like frantic zippy Tracer. I was patient and waited for someone to separate or like my teammates were doing something somewhere and I was like, there's someone over here and they were, and there was a McCree that just kept trying to pick me off and he wasn't contributing to the battle because mm, I was yeah. bothering him so much. My experience with the challenge yeah. was very, very quick. Um, I, I won most of the games that I played. I didn't, I got through a little more than half the characters, but. And why did you win those Terrence? Was it because I was playing your healer the whole time? <laughs> the answer is yes. Um, I will say, I was I will healing. say that. It would, I, I agree it would be a lot harder without you, Ray. I'm not even going to lie. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, with that being said, I felt like I wasn't being ineffective either. That game that you were mm -hmm. talking about where you were soldiering, you ran through them. I was using Sombra at the time. That was that felt so good. That game felt it was so, so good. good. I piggybacked off of uh, Ray Hardcore, but you know, if it wasn't for that, You're... that that ending like oh. run in, kill everybody while they're all hacked and trying to set up play oh, at the end. So good. You know, it it went really well. I was very pleased. Uh, some notable plays, uh, Marisa. I'm I'm starting to realize that I, I don't know if this is like a phase that people go through when they're playing Overwatch. But at the beginning, I wanted to use tanks all the time. Now, I don't want to use tanks. And I really hope I get back into the, the vibe of using tanks. But when I was using Orisa, I was doing really well. And I was getting way more kills than I normally get with her. We lost because our, my team was just jokes. But, um, mm -hmm. but, like, I wasn't pleased. I felt like 
I just feel like I'm. I feel like I can't do as much as I want to with Arisa, and I've been getting that same vibe with most tanks. I mean, now that Road Roadhog can't kill everybody with a hook and a shot, that kind of feels a little weird for me. And I don't know. I'm I'm much more aggro, and I feel like that might be the issue. Okay. Well, I went through that phase too, um, where I played the supports and I really liked the tanks, and then I did not want to be a yeah. tank ever. And now I think I'm evening out and liking everyone for different okay. reasons. And I, this challenge, as as forsaken as it was, <laughs> helped me appreciate everyone in some way. Was still a bad challenge, and I'm really <laughs> sorry. Guys. Well, the, what's worse is that n- none of us thought it was going to be bad. Yeah. We didn't think about it that hard. We're like, yeah, 25 yeah, games, it's fine. Yeah. We can't switch. Oh no! That McCree. Oh, I was nice. using McCree. I, I just wanted to cry all the time because I I can't <laughs> do McCree. I kept meeting Roadhog in the alley and just crying like you you don't you don't work. <laughs> but um oh. yeah. So all right. that was this week's challenge. So next week's challenge next is a doozy. Mm-hmm. It is. I know this. It's uh we are going to attempt to get gold. Uh, objective time on payload with Genji Boy, the person payload you know, attack payload attack with Genji Boy. So um, I thought about this today because you never see a Genji on the payload because they're yes. off sneaking about, and that's fine. But sometimes you need to be on the payload. So I'm I want to see. This is why uh, I thought this challenge would be good. Is that we'll see if Genji is effective as a staying with the team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it could work, Me definitely, too. with the flags, with the dash. Um, I feel like you have to be much more patient. Mm-hmm. And you also have to get down his uh, his primary, because that thing's tempo is unlike any other weapon in the game. But I, I actually yeah. really, really enjoy it. When you hear mm-hmm. the three hits stick in their skin, it's oh, like, yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah, how does that feel? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Learning something new about Terrence and bodies every week. Yeah, got a lot of weird body fascinations. I'm just saying it's a satisfying attack. Uh huh. Uh, Yeah. So okay, that's next week's challenge. Uh, Not as cumbersome as this week. It's just try to get that gold. Yeah, which we will with one character up to three games each. Like. I mean, and that's, you know, as long as the, the map gods will allow us to play Payload on attack and there isn't somebody who insulocks Genji um, or quits because they can't play Genji. Um, mm, yeah, so. but I, I, I think it's, I think that would be a, a fun little little thing to try Only out. difficult right. thing would be the uh, just the dashes. I think there will be more of an escape tactic and kind of finishing mm. them off, I guess. But I feel like that'll be their main challenge for staying on the payload as long as he possibly can just because that's such that's his that's his his haymaker and it's so necessary mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah but yeah we'll we'll have All to right. wait and see and so will you yeah listeners so i bet you're excited <laughs> see you with your ears <laughs> listeners but um, <laughs> yeah um well thank you i guess that's gonna be the end of the episode thank you for what's up right What's next week's game for review? All right. What is next week's game for review? You tell me. 
Uh, it's Bully. Oh, yeah. I don't know what console it's oh, on. Oh, man. Xbox? Bully for the X- no. Uh, it was originally released for Xbox 360, then they re-released it for Xbox 360, maybe Xbox One, but I have it on Steam as well, the Scholarship ed- Edition. Um, Bully by Rockstar? It, yeah, it's teen-rated Grand Theft Auto, and it's fucking great. So, well, I mean... Who knows what it's like? (laughs) (laughs) I definitely haven't played it like three or four times all the way through. And and I'm definitely not going to do that this week again. (laughs) It'll be it'll be fun. It'll be a fun time. So yeah, come join us and uh, and if you haven't played it yet, then maybe I can make a case for it. Thank you very much for joining us uh, yet again, and uh, thank you for continuing to listen to the show and support us, spreading the word. We really appreciate it. Um, please get in touch with us on Twitter at OverwitchCast or send us an email to OverwitchPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, too. Send us suggestions of games you'd like to hear about. Send us suggestions of challenges for us to do in Overwatch. Um, or just anything else to do with the show. What do you think of over characterization <laughs> or whatever we're calling it, which isn't that, um, <laughs> what do you think of the show in general? What would you like to hear more about, less about anything or just say hi, please love to hear from you. Um, excuse me. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. Someone else take it. This uh, has been, uh, this has been over which. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm Joe. <laughs> oh, T-Dog! <laughs> and I'm Ray. Thank you for joining us. I'm Joe. Um, T-Dog. <laughs> I'm still your bester friend, Ray. And remember, you're better than <laughs>